Welcome to Quality Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. This is podcast number 208, and we're in our series dealing with business, Christians in business, and I have a topic today I think is going to bless you. The title of today's topic is, What is a Successful Business? The Holy Spirit has led me to give a podcast that'll help us understand the difference between what the world considers a successful business and what the Word of God tells us is a successful business. So I'm excited about getting into it, but first we need to pray and ask for the Holy Spirit's guidance and direction. Father, I thank you once again for the opportunity I have to bring this podcast at this time. And I pray for those people who are listening in. Maybe they have a business or maybe they're considering getting into a business. So I would like to invite right now the Holy Spirit to move in a very special way. I surrender my thoughts and my preparation to you. And I pray now, Holy Spirit, that you would take over, take complete control of this podcast and help those who are listening in. And for those who are listening to today's podcast, I pray, Lord, that you would open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing for them, Father, more than they can even imagine. I believe this is going to be a very important podcast, one that'll help people who have an interest in business to prosper. And I just thank you for it in advance because I believe as we go through this podcast, Lord, that the Holy Spirit will help us to interpret the scriptures and help us understand how they apply to business. I thank you for that in advance, and I thank you for what you've done in the past podcast for these last few years. I pray that you would bless this one, and this would take us to a new level of discussing the topic of what is a successful business. I'll thank you for great results in advance and give you the praise, give you the glory for all of it. Now I ask in Jesus' name I pray, amen. The title of this podcast will bring forth many questions and there obviously will require many answers. The answers to our questions will be found in the Word of God. There are those who would say that a successful business is one that makes a great profit financially every single year. Someone else could say that a successful business is one with great increasing sales year after year. Still others can define a successful business when they beat their competition. Now, all these are good definitions, but there's something missing. There's something truly missing in these definitions. As a follower of Jesus Christ, we need our successful business to honor our God. God is our source for every blessing. We can see that in the scriptures. So let me read a few to you, and let's examine what God has to say about blessing our businesses, and remember that he is our source in every business that we are involved in. In James chapter 1, in verse 17, it says this. I'm reading in the New Living Translation, James chapter 1, verse 17. Whatever is good and perfect comes down to us from God our Father. You know, I think that's fascinating. James starts that scripture out before that in verse 16. He says, so don't be misled. He says, my dear brothers and sisters, he says, whatever is good, then he says, and perfect comes down to us from God our Father, who created all the lights in the heavens. He never, listen to that, he never changes or casts a shifting shadow. He just simply is the same all the time with us. He chose to give birth to us by giving us his true word. And we, out of all creation, became his prized possession. Now, if God looks at us as his prized possession, doesn't that just make sense that he wants to bless us? He wants the best for us. He wants to be the creator of blessing in our life. He wants our business to be successful. He wants our life to be successful, our marriage to be successful. That's what God's plan is for us. That doesn't mean that everything's going to be perfect and wonderful when we give our life to Christ. We're still going to have trials. We're still going to have challenges, but we got to understand that God is our source. Remember it says in verse 17, whatever is good and perfect comes down to us from God our Father. So there's the premise of 
what God wants to do in our life, and I believe it will apply to our business experiences. Here's another passage of Scripture I think that applies to our life and to our business. It's found in 1 Corinthians chapter 8 and verse number 6. It's in the New Living Translation, which is my favorite translation to do my teaching and instruction from. So I'm reading out of the New Living Translation. Verse number 6, But we know that there is only one God, the Father, who created everything, and we live for Him. And there is only one Lord, Jesus Christ, through whom God made everything and through whom we have been given life. So if you look at that scripture and think about your business, think about your business life. He says here, He created everything and we live for Him. So our business must live for Him. If we want God's blessing, if we want Him to be the source of all the good things that happen in our life, then we've got to do things that please God and our business should always be focused on pleasing the Lord. Now, I'm sure there's people that think that pleasing God is a big challenge. You know, in all honesty, I don't think it's that difficult challenge at all because God just wants to talk to us. So therefore, he wants us to pray. God wants us to listen to his word. So therefore, we should read his word. God wants us to assemble the local church. So therefore, we should attend church and make that a part of our weekly activities. You see, these are things that please God and it gets the attention of God. Yes, we need to live a good life and a righteous life and a godly life. And we'll learn all about that through our business experience and our business podcast that I'm doing and talk about what's good for business, what's bad for business, what pleases God and what doesn't please God. But you're going to need to tune in to all of these podcasts in order to understand exactly God's perfect plan for our business. Now, as I was talking about earlier, about what some people refer to as businesses being successful, that they have great sales and they make a profit every year and they beat out their competition. And those are all good things. But like I said, there's something else. And the something else is the scriptures that I gave you. So I want to give you a brief banker's view of these success examples examples talking about successful businesses and sales and all those types of things because as you know many of you may not know but I put in about 15 years as a commercial banker I financed a lot of businesses and loaned literally tens and tens of millions of dollars every single year and I was blessed to be able to be in that position but bankers look at a business a little differently than what maybe some people out there who are your competitors now as a banker I was required to analyze businesses I had to sit down and look at their financial statements I had to analyze their management I had to look at them and see if they were well-known in the community and had a good reputation, all these things. And this went into my evaluation of them as to whether I wanted to loan them money or not. This made me evaluate the reasons businesses had a profit or great sales or beat the competition. There were times when I had to tell a business that profit and sales and competition did not always prove that they were successful. Now, they may have made profits, but their product may have been poor in quality or their business had a poor reputation. There were times when I would help a business understand that great sales do not mean great profits. You see, just because you have a lot of sales doesn't mean that it's going to be profitable. I had businesses that were increasing their sales at 10, 20, 30% a year. And they said, my sales are increasing, so therefore I should be making more money. But they wouldn't understand and they couldn't comprehend that because they didn't really understand what it cost them to do business. It's one thing to have a lot of sales, but the cost of what it costs you to make those sales and produce those sales determines what your profitability will be. And I know this may sound a little banky and not Christian, but in reality, this is called due diligence. These are things that we need to do and order to run a successful business. Now, when a business was focused on just beating the competition, they may sacrifice their relationships with their employees. They may not pay them well enough or they may not treat them properly because the whole goal they had, the primary goal was just beat the competition. Well, that's why I say 
scripturally and spiritually is the way we want to run our business. We want God to be pleased with it. So we don't want to just beat up others in order to be profitable. We don't want to abuse other people just to be profitable. So if you want God to bless your business, then you must live up to the conditions that he set in his word. And like I say, we'll continue to get into that as we go through these podcasts. The reason that I've tried to analyze what the business world calls a success may be significantly different than what the word of God calls a successful business because I want you to have a profitable business, a successful business. I would like you to be able to increase your sales and and have great success year after year and even beat your competition. But there's a way to do that. And here are some of the examples of biblical definitions of success. And I believe that applies to our business. Our God measures success as faithfulness, as righteous living, as obedience to him, as having faith and trusting him. You see, the ultimate example of success is when we turn our life of sin into a relationship with Jesus Christ. That's success. That's great success. Success is loving God more than anything else on earth. Success is sharing our faith with others. It's being blessed and then blessing others. It's found in many scriptures. Let me give you a couple scriptures that talk about what God refers to as success in our life and the successes that we have in our life should spill over to the successes that we will have in our business. Here's some good scriptural examples of success. It's found, the first one that I want to use is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 31, New Living Translation. It says, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. So if you're setting up a business, if you've been running a business, or if you're getting interested in getting into your own business, or you're working for someone else who has a business, one of the verses we need to make part of our daily life is whatever we do, basically, whatever we do, do it for God's glory, that God will be glorified for it. And then we place ourselves in a position to be blessed in the business and the activities that we're involved with. Now, here's a scripture that a lot of people would not apply maybe to a business, but I do. I believe it applies very much to a business because it talks about good people in business and people who are evil in business. And it kind of compares the two. It's found in Psalm chapter one, the very first Psalm in the book of Psalms. So I'm reading in the New Living Translation. I'm going to read all six verses because I think they're very important in dealing with understanding how God looks at a successful business. Psalm chapter one, verse one. Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or stand around with sinners. Now I want you to apply that to your interest in business or join in with mockers. You see, as a business person, we never are benefited by bad-mouthing or talking down our competition. If someone has a product that you don't like or something that's not proper, you don't get blessed by bad-mouthing them and their business. So don't be a mocker of other people. And I saw that so much as a banker. I would have customers and they would say, well, this is what I do, but my competition does that or does that. You may know that, but you don't need to speak it. So I believe that we should keep those thoughts to ourselves. We can teach our own company what we should do in in our own life and the actions that we take. They should be pleasing to God. But if you see someone else that's not being that way or being evil in their business, let's not talk about it. You know, it reminds me of TV ads. Sometimes I see they're advertising their business and many times most of their discussion is not so much the quality of their product, but they're bad mouthing their competition. And I just, I get really turned off by that. I will change channels or I'll look to someone else. And I think to myself, I'm not going to be blessed if I go to a company that's trying to build a reputation of talking bad about others. So we need not to be a person, as the Bible says, don't be a mocker of other people. 
people. Let's go to verse number two in Psalm chapter one. But they, that's the righteous people, delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. So therefore, God wants us, in order to be blessed, is to get the word of God out and then read it and meditate on it. Verse three, they are like trees planted along the riverbank. Now the they's, remember, those who take the advice of God and those who are delighting in the law of God, they're gonna be blessed. It says they are like trees planted along the riverbank. That means they're gonna be strong and they're gonna prosper and they're going to be successful. It says bearing fruit each season. Their leaves never wither and they prosper in all they do. These are people who love God and find their joy and their success in honoring God. Verse four, but the wicked, it says, okay, here we go. They are like worthless chaff scattered by the wind. Now chaff is that part of something that's thrown away. It's worthless. Verse five, they will be condemned at the time of judgment. Sinners will have no place among the godly. For the Lord watches over the path of the godly. Here we go. But the path of the wicked leads to destruction. So if we want to have a successful business, it says here in the verse, first verse, Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or stand around sinners or join in with mockers, but they delight in the law of the Lord and meditating on it day and night. That's what God wants us to do. He wants us to focus on him. If we want to have a successful business that's blessed of God, then we need to delight ourselves in him. And we must not talk bad and talk down the competition. There's a great scripture found in the book of Joshua. Here's where the Lord gave his charge or his responsibility to Joshua and told him what he needed to do. And this was after the death of Moses, the, you know, the Lord's servant. So in the first chapter and verse number eight says something wonderful. And I really believe this can apply to us in our business activities. So I'm reading in Joshua chapter one, verse eight in the New Living Translation. Let's apply that to business. Study this book of instruction continually. Now, often I've referred to the Bible as our book of instructions. When I talk about we need to get to the book of instructions and see how we should live life or how we make decisions or what God is pleased with and what he's not pleased with. And here it says that this book of instructions, that's the word of God. It says, meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. Look at that. Look at that. God was speaking to Joshua who's going to take over the people of Israel and be the leader. And he told him, if you'll just follow my word, you're going to be blessed. You will prosper and succeed in all you do. There's a standard for us that we need to place in our business in order for God to look at it, at it and bless it and make it successful. It says in verse nine, this is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. That's another wonderful instruction for us. When you have a business, we've got to be strong and courageous. And our confidence doesn't come in us and our own self and our abilities. It's in God's strength and his abilities because his abilities have no limits. His power is without limit. You see, when we're in business, one of our, one of our, scriptures that will be a blessing to us is found in Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 5 where it says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he'll direct your path. Now that scripture can be used for every area of life, but it certainly is one that is used when we talk about being courageous and being strong and not being afraid or discouraged because the decisions we make will be led of God and not just based upon our own ability and our own wisdom or lack thereof. Well, in this part of the podcast, and we're about halfway done. It's interesting because I've given you scriptures. I've given you even a banker's view of how banks look at a business, and that may be beneficial to you, probably will be someday, if you have your own business and you need to go to a bank for some kind of financing or assistance. So that once, now that we've gone through the scriptural base and the bankers, the way we look at it and how other people look at successful businesses, let's look at what we need in our business 
So let the remainder of this podcast apply to specifically the business that you're in or the business that you would like to be in someday. Now, in the business world, successful businesses may seem that way on the outside. You look and you say, well, they've got a fancy building or the owner drives a nice car, lives in a nice home. But that's not always an example of a successful business. Sadly, often the business may prosper financially, but they may fall short of spiritual prosperity. And the spiritual prosperity is what's lasting. In my podcast series on finances, I discuss the need for spiritual prosperity before we seek financial prosperity. In order to receive God's promises for our business, we must seek God's help. Here are a few scriptures that apply to a business owner seeking spiritual prosperity. In Proverbs chapter 10, verse 21, the New Living Translation, really wonderful scripture, very short and sweet, but one that you can hang on to and be blessed if you live by this. The blessing of the Lord makes a person rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. Now that reminds me of a story, an experience that I had when I was a banker many, many years ago. I just started in the business of banking. I was a young man, just returned from Vietnam. And my wife was working at a bank, and so she thought maybe I should try to work at one. So I applied and got hired. And I went to a branch in a poor part of town, and we had a customer there, a young man, whose parents had just died. And he inherited a huge amount of money. It was somewhere around $50 million. And this was back a long, long time ago, back in the early 1970s. And he came to me and he said, as I was an officer at the bank, he said, I'd like to keep this money safe. So he cashed it and, and literally rented safe deposit boxes where he could take all of his cash and put it into safe deposit boxes. Now, $50 million in $100 bills requires a lot of space. And he literally did that. He had some at home that he was holding, but he had millions and millions of dollars stashed in safe deposit boxes. It was really kind of sad. And he was a nice young man. I mean, he really was a nice young man. But out of nowhere, he went from really having no money at all to inheriting this huge amount of money. And in a very short period of time, he didn't know how to handle it. And so he started abusing the money and started going out and partying all the time and buying race cars and crashing them and just did all kinds of crazy things. He would come into the bank and he'd be drunk. And then later on, within maybe a year or so, he then was on drugs and he was partying constantly. And he just had constant problems with his life and he didn't understand. Of course, at that time, I was not a Christian either. So I could not give him any scriptural advice for spiritual prosperity. But I look at Proverbs 10 verse 22 and it reminds me of him. The blessings of the Lord makes a person rich and he has no sorrow to it. But that's if we have spiritual prosperity in our life and we're focusing on God to direct us. This young man didn't have it. And it was only a short period of time that this man overdosed on drugs and died at an extremely young age. There was tremendous amounts of cash still left over, but he was a terrible example of the world's plan for what they call prosperity, which is really just a lot of money and having no idea what to do with it and how to handle it. So we want to be in control of our finances. We want to get spiritual prosperity first before we get financial financial prosperity. Had this man been a Christian, had him been following the Lord, had I known the Lord and being able to talk to him, I could have counseled him in a totally different way about what prosperity was all about and helped him to maybe live the right kind of life and follow the teachings of the Lord. Now in business, we read that scripture about what God wants us to have, a blessing to the Lord makes a person rich, he has no sorrow to it. But many times business owners can get trapped by thinking of only financial success. Although God wants to bless us financially, he desires a higher standard of living that money just simply can't buy. 
One of my favorite scriptures to deal with this is found in 3 John, verse number 2. I'm going to read first out of the New American Standard Bible, and I have another translation I want to read it out of. This is the New American Standard. Beloved, I pray that in all respects you may prosper and be in good health just as your soul prospers. John is speaking to us here, and he's telling us that he wants us to be blessed because he knew that God wanted us to be blessed. But he said in all respects. That means our personal life, our family life, our business life, our working experience, whether an employee or whether an an owner of a business, but in all respects it will prosper. And then in the New International Version, it just changes a little bit, but it's saying pretty much the same thing. 3 John verse 2, Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well. Now, isn't that nice? Isn't that nice to think that God wants us to be blessed so that everything's going well with us and that we're not only physically healthy, but we're spiritually healthy. And I believe we can apply that to our business, especially in the New International Version, where it says that all may go well with you. That means every part of your life, even as your soul is getting along well. Body, soul, and spirit, God wants to prosper. And that's the type of blessing that God has for us. And that's what he wants you to have in your business, whether you're in one or whether you're planning on starting one. Now, what all this podcast is telling us, and it tells me, is that a successful business person needs to live a well-balanced life. Put God first in their life. Put their spouse and their children ahead of their business. They must take care of their health, eat right and exercise, and use the financial blessings in business to provide for their family and help support their church and give to those in need. Now, this may seem a little difficult to some, but if we set the correct priorities and keep God first in everything, in everything that we do, then I believe everything else will fall into place. This does not mean we won't face trials. And before I close this podcast, I do need to point that out. Sometimes we're in business and we're serving God and we're doing the best we can to help other people and we're going to the house of God and we're giving of our finances to the church and we're just doing what the Lord, Word of God tells us to do. But then people come up against us and they give us a difficult time. So how do we handle that? How do we handle the trials that face us when we're in business? And there's a wonderful scripture found in Matthew chapter 5 in the New Living Translation, verse 43. And he's talking about how we should deal with our enemies. And these are the words of Jesus. He says in verse 43, you have heard the law that says, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say, love your enemies. Pray for those who pray persecute you. In that way, you will be acting as true children of your Father in heaven. For he gives his sunlight to both the evil and the good, and he sends rain on the just and the unjust. Now, what that tells me is that just because we're a believer and we're a follower of Christ doesn't mean we're not going to have our challenges. doesn't mean that we're not going to have rainy days, difficult times. As a matter of fact, it doesn't mean that we won't have people that come up against us. But I really like what verse 44 says, but I say, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. That is a powerful, wonderful verse that we need to get into our heart. If you own a business, you're going to be persecuted. If you are running a business, you're going to have people come up against you. That's just the way it is. But we need to learn how to pray for them. I've had many experiences where people tried to come up against me over the years, and the Lord has always placed on my heart, pray for them. Don't go to war with them. Don't sue them. Don't go after them that way. I know there's some times that you have to take legal action, but most times we don't. But when you're having a battle with someone, you're having a great challenge in your life, we need to learn how to pray for them. And I had an experience once where a man was just doing all kinds of terrible things against me, and he was abusing me and and calling me things that I I really wasn't and that I'd done things that I had not done. And it was terrible. And so I thought, well, Lord, what am I going to do? I need to get even. And the Lord, Holy Spirit said, no, you don't need to get even. 
Jesus took care of that for you. He got even with the devil by by defeating death. And so just pray for those. So I started praying for him every day. Matter of fact, I prayed for that man for year after year after year. Many years after our situation was over, as soon as I started praying for him, it seemed like the problems that he gave was giving me, they just disappeared. But I kept praying and praying. And many years later, I met him at a dinner. And when the dinner was over, he walked up to me and he looked at me and I looked at him. I thought, oh, is he going to be upset or mad at me or whatever? But he looked at me and he smiled and he says, you know, I was talking about you tonight at dinner and I was telling people what a wonderful builder you were and what a great guy you are. And I just wanted to, I'm so glad that I ran into you because I just got to tell you, I'm so happy with what you did for me. Look at that. Think about that. I could have had battle after battle with him, but I didn't. And I don't believe the Lord wanted me to do that. But when we're having battles and having challenges in our business, we need to first of all, start praying for that person. Pray for those who persecute us. So receive that and I believe you'll be blessed by it. Now, successful business has a plan of action. They know their purpose. If you have a business, take a moment and answer this question. I'll leave you with a couple questions. Maybe it's a little homework, if you will. Why am I in this business? You need to ask yourself, why am I in this business? Why why am I even here? If you want to start a business, take a moment and write this down and ask yourself this question. Why do you want to be in that business? If we can't answer that easily right off the top of our head, then we might need to sit down and think about why we're in a business. If it's just for the money, that's not the best reason. If it's something that is causing problems in your family, then you realize that's something that you need to correct. And if you're going into business, if you don't understand and have a clear-cut way as to why you want to be in that business, then you need to pray about it and make sure that you know the answer to that question. I'm going to close this podcast today, but I think it's so important that we understand that businesses fail and Many times it's for two basic reasons. There's a lot of reasons why businesses fail, but usually two of the biggest reasons that they fail is a lack of finances and a lack of knowledge in what they're doing. Businesses are successful, though, because of having a financial plan and having knowledge in the areas of their business needs and how to obtain the finances that they need. Now, there are obviously many, many other reasons, but if we can just focus on that for a second, the reason they fail is for lack of finance and lack of knowledge, then we need to plan for that and be sure that that's provided for in our business activities, both prior to getting into business and during the time that we are in business. We all know that every successful business requires hard work and faith. They go together. So don't just live on just hard work. Faith is a part of our business. We need to step forward in faith and trusting that God will intervene in our activities because He wants to bless us. Remember, He's our source. And he's our provider for every good thing that takes place in our life. Let me close this in praying for you. Father, thank you for those who are listening in. I pray that you would bless now these scriptures, this teaching, and help them to understand what a successful business really is. Help us to understand the difference between a spirit-led business or worldly-led business. And Lord, may those who are in business understand, Father, that you're with them and that you'll never leave them or forsake them. And those who are desiring to get into business, Father, help them to plan their ways. And if we plan our ways, Lord, your word tells us that you'll direct our steps. I thank you once again for this opportunity, for this podcast, and I pray that you would bless those businesses out there, Father, who are totally focused on serving you and blessing the kingdom of God. Thank you, Lord, once again for this opportunity. Thank you for your scriptures. Thank you for the direction that they give us. And I pray 
a blessing upon all those who've listened into this podcast today, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I hope that this has been a blessing to you, and I hope that this is something that's encouraged you and given you some guidance and direction for having a successful business that's led by the Lord. If you would like to get more information on these teachings, I'd like to have you go to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com, and when you pull up my webpage, on the front page, you'll see a link to all the podcasts that I've done, and this is our 208th podcast in the series over about two years of doing these. And this new series is only, this is only about the third, I believe, podcast in this new series on business. So you might want to go back and just listen to those prior to this one. And I hope they'll be a blessing to you. If you have other areas you'd like to get help with, we've done a series on finance. We've done a series on generosity, on faith, on the gifts of the Spirit, the manifestations of the Holy Spirit, on what prosperity is and what it is not. And we have extensive teaching in the area of faith for miracles in your life. In addition to my on my webpage, you can see a reference to five books that I have listed with Amazon, and they deal with subjects I hope that would be a benefit to you. So I would encourage you to do that. If you would like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do that by going to cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcast. Well, this ends this week's podcast, but now next week, we're going to continue our series in the area of business. And I'm going to be talking about the subject of business, partners, and borrowing. We're going to analyze whether it's good or bad to have partners and whether it's good or bad to borrow. So it's something that I've spent a lot of time with in my own business and a lot of time teaching over the years, but I think I can help a lot of people understand that you can have partners that can be a great blessing to you or can be a real problem for you. And the same thing with borrowing money. So I'm not opposed to borrowing money and I'm going to explain to you the difference between borrowing money and what debt is. And just because you borrow money does not mean that that is debt. Now I'm going to kind of tease you with that because it could be that your mortgage on your house is not really what you would consider debt, but it's something that can be of value to you to gain in your financial success. So I'm going to leave it at that. I know it's going to answer, have a lot of questions maybe on that, but just tune into my next podcast and I will address those issues and I believe God will bless it. So I'm going to close this podcast now and I once again, thank you for listening in. So I just pray now that the Lord would bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you and that you might prosper in all things and be in good health even as your soul prospers. So thank you once again for listening in to Quality Christian Living and this series dealing with business. So may God bless you now in all that you put your hand to. And I look forward to you coming next time. Invite someone that you know, maybe someone who has a business or someone thinking of going into it. I believe this teaching may be of value to them. So once again, thank you for listening in today. May God bless you.